you might think somebody from Brooklyn don't like you. They want to fight or something the way they talking on court. No, that's a fact. But if you if you're not used to that or you don't know how to deal with that or you don't play like that, like it's gonna confuse you. You might take it the wrong way. It's gonna it's gonna throw you off. You feel me? Ball players, what's going on? It's your boy Arden here, coming live from the crib. New episode. This is a special episode because this is our first musician on the Ball Players podcast. And we told y'all before, man, we are all about talking with everybody from the culture, from the game we love, which is basketball. And the guest that is across from me, this is somebody that literally we talking five, six, damn near seven years, summers, where this dude's anthems have defined basketball culture. I'm from New York, so when I tell you being outside and seeing online, the kids using this dude's music as the soundtrack to their basketball lives, they all want to be the hood favorite. This dude has made those records. He's inspired them. He's done it again with the new album, Check It Out, Jug Season. Punchy, I told you before we started, Yeah, that's the joint. Uh-huh. Four minutes after, <laughs> gets me going. Come on now. So I'm happy to have in the building. Jay Critch, what's the word? What's up, brother? Good to be here, man. Welcome to the Ball Players Podcast. How you feeling? I'm feeling great. Jug season out now. You know what I'm saying? It's money in the air. Got to. I love it. I love it. And, you know, for us on this podcast, right, Jay, we, we started off with this question. I'm so happy we came up with this question. Mm-hmm. Being somebody that has a history with the game like you have, what made you fall in love with basketball? What made me fall in love with basketball is just where I'm from. Mm. Like PS20 Park, mm. Clinton Hill, Brooklyn. Just being outside every day as a little kid running around. There's nothing else to do besides pick up a basketball. You know what I'm saying? If you're not on the scooter or something, like, you're going to end up picking up a basketball. Like So every, everyone where I'm from, we just grew up playing basketball. It was just part of our life, you feel me? Who was that one player, whether it was from the neighborhood or from watching the A, who was that one player that growing up you was like, yeah, I like that game, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be them. That's a lot of people. First person I could probably say. First person I could say on on my age level was my friend Kyle Allman. and mm-hmm. and, and, and my bro Mills right here too. Nice. Salute, salute. Okay. Because Mills and Kyle, we was playing on the same team, but they was already mad nice mm-hmm. when we was young. Feel me? So I used to just be like, nah, I gotta get. I got to get my game up a little. Like, hold mm-hmm. on. So I used to just be practicing dumb hard, always in the yeah. park playing ball because they was already killing. Feel me? And then probably, like, older people was my brother. Seeing my brother play ball and just in the park, him getting buckets, I'm like, yeah, I, I got to be nice like this when I get older. Feel me? It's always dope, you know, because I, too, grew up, you know, playing on the playground, like the community aspect of when you first started because a lot of times it really is just, you know, you see kids your age playing, everybody's having fun, girls watching, adults outside, and you just pick up the ball and play. Exactly. So I want to follow up with this because this is this is my type of talk. I love this type of stuff, right? Do you remember like one of your first signature moments playing a game, whether your first crossover on somebody, beating an adult, battles on the court? Like, what was one of those moments you remember that like really shaped your basketball beginnings? Uh, I think one of my first was like probably. Probably like when I first started really getting taller than everybody else, like, mm. cause then it was just like, 
I don't know. That's when I started killing. You know what I mean? That's when I really started killing. Like it was like, ah, right, you you were a little different. Like, and when was this? Middle school, high school? Middle school. This, this yeah. is like going. This is like that summer going into sixth grade, and mm. that whole sixth grade year. That's when I really got nice. Like, feel me? Before that, I was on my little kid. Like, yeah, you playing, but now it's like I had that dog in me. Like I ain't yeah. scared on the court. Like, yeah. I'm attacking. You feel me? Now, yeah. now I'm getting. I'm going for mine. Like. So that it was like that. That's when I, but I, don't, I wouldn't say it was like one moment, one game, or anything like that. I just was, you know, I was just getting buckets at that time in the park. Like we was, we was killing. There's so much talk about New York City hoops, especially the differences between the boroughs, man. How would you describe to somebody who hasn't tapped in with someone from Brooklyn? How would you describe a Brooklyn ball player to somebody that hasn't tuned in? <sighs> I'm gonna tell. First thing I'm gonna tell them is don't let them get in your head. First thing you gotta tell somebody that don't play with a Brooklyn player is don't let them get in your head. Cause if you don't, if you don't tell somebody that, that's the first thing that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The talk is gonna get to them. They gonna think you might think somebody from Brooklyn don't like you. They wanna fight us on the way they talking on court. You feel me? But it's just really how we grew up playing. Like we just aggressive with it. Like we wanna get in your head. Like yeah, get you tight. You feel me? Give me that, like, oh, get out of here, uh. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna say it with, with with some aggressive, you know what I'm saying? No, that's a fact. But if, you know, if you're not used to that, or you don't know how to deal with that, or you don't play like that, like, it's gonna confuse you. You might take it the wrong way. It's gonna, it's gonna throw you off, you feel me? That's, that's what I would tell somebody. Do folks from the boroughs really have the, the serious rivalry with each other as one, you know, sees online? Because, you know, again, like, Played a lot of ball in New York City. Go to New York City a lot, but you know, ball plays no man from the crib, man. Now I won't fall Westchester County. That's where I stay. So I know our dynamics. But you being from the city, Brooklyn to be exact, do the boroughs really compete against each other like that? Is that really a thing or is that based on personal agendas, things on the court? I think on a higher on a probably like the highest level of like youth of young basketball, like if you were one of the nicest kids in the city when you were in high school or like AAU or the tournaments you playing and you one of the nicest, like you gonna know of the other nicest kid like from the Bronx if you from the Brooklyn, cause y'all done ran into each other. Mm-hmm. Y'all done probably played against each other this tournament over here, played. So growing up, like you kind of be seeing each other if you really on the ball scene mm-hmm. like that. For me, not everybody on it like that. I wasn't really on it like that where I'm playing mad tournaments, AAU here. Like, I wasn't on it like that. But my man's that was, they know of all the other kids from the other boroughs because they running into each other. They yeah. they playing with against them. They you know what I'm saying. So as everybody get older, go to high school, you kind of start seeing the familiar faces, you hearing names. You know what I'm saying. It's like people they be knowing about each other. Yeah, like. and that's a whole another conversation for another day. Just yeah. how tapped in people be with each other once you play on that AAU circuit and on the high school, and if you blessed to make it to another level. I want to transition here you know jay because of the fact that again with the music right you're a prime example of in a good way what we've always heard of all our life in the culture which is all ball players want to be rappers all rappers want to be ball players you've actually experienced both so for you to see that connection right from your pov what makes the chemistry between basketball and music specifically hip-hop work extremely well because I feel like it's, it's like we said, like same way how we started playing ball is the same way like we started listening to music or rapping or just fought, fell in love with music. 
just like same way like it was just in front of us we picked up the basketball started playing the music was around us the it, you know what i'm saying so it's like it go right together like because the same time we was playing basketball that's what we was hearing so you, it's like you had a love for both of them at the same time everybody that played ball loved the music too even if you don't make the music you feel me and everybody that make the music got a love for basketball because we all from like i'm speak, i'm speaking for new york when i say this though because Especially in New York City, it's like it go hand in hand. Absolutely. Like if you was outside at all, in your park, on your block, anything growing up, like seeing basketball, you hearing the music. For you, with your music, again, you know, ball players, we talking about, you know, with, with, with Jay, like whether we want to talk a hood favorite 2017, 2018 to obviously the new project. Your music, in all seriousness, has always made its rounds to the next wave of hoopers, especially in high school. Like, they really rock with you. I can't express enough how many captions I saw with the hashtag or the actual caption of Hood Favorite from you. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel knowing that, like, yo, for these kids, man, like, you are part of their soundtrack or you're their soundtrack. Like, before they went and dropped 40 or did what they did, they was bumping your music. Or for that mixtape that they dropping on the gram, they using a Jay Critch song. How does that make you feel? It made me feel great. Like even even like the NBA players and stuff that done tapped in with me and like that I'm locked in with. Like it just feel crazy. Like I would just be thinking like I they really bumping this shit probably in the locker room yeah. before the game. Like that that thought make me hype because it's like you know what I'm saying that's what I'm making it for. You want like I, my music is is like bag music. Like I keep saying I just want to motivate you for me. So it's like. If you could throw that on before you about to go try to drop 40, then that's that's good. That's saying something. It's putting you in. That means I'm doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? It's putting them in that mode. I just remember, didn't you have some songs on, on NBA 2K too? Yeah, you know, all that. 2K, Madden, NBA how, Live. How did I feel, man? Both in real life and virtually, you got people wanting to drop 40 to your music, man. Mm-hmm. For real, though. It's, it, it's just a great feeling. It's a blessing. Like, we grew up on 2K. We grew up on Live. We grew up on Madden. You feel me? We on all those. Blessing. Two more questions I got for you, bro. Again, I've enjoyed even off air. We had the chance to talk hoops a little bit. For you who still watch the game, regardless of the level, who is someone or some players who you watch closely, who you like, oh, yeah, anytime that they come on or anytime they come up on my timeline, I'm watching them play because I actually rock with them. I like Cam Thomas. I like Cam Thomas. He's a killer. Like Problem. He's a killer. Like, you could see it, you know what I'm saying? You could see it. He gonna be a problem. Right now, I'm jacking Ken Thomas, Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's who I'm jacking right now, out of all the youngins. But, um, yeah, that's, I'll say Ken Thomas, that's my answer. Side note, do you got one of the uh, Basquiat Nets jerseys yet? No, I don't got one. I feel I like you need one, bro. I need like three. You heard that, I need like Brooklyn. Three. Come on. Hook them at Cam Thomas joints. Come on. I feel like let's manifest it. Uh, uh, Jay Critch, Cam Thomas link up. Facts. That will be a vibe. Facts. Shout out Cam Thomas. Shout out my boy Claxton, man. Mm-hmm. Nick Clax, man. That's my guy. You a Nets fan? Yeah. How you feel? You you obviously know why I'm asking you how you feel. Yeah, I was, we, we, I was we know hurting. I was hurting. But I'm, you, you can only be mad at the team. You know what I'm saying? They ain't move the right way with their players. So they got up out of there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They're not going to stay somewhere where they feel how they felt. You know what I mean? Last question I got for you. At the top of the show, I asked you, what made you fall in love with the game? 
Last question is, what keeps you in love with the game of basketball? What keeps me in love with the game of basketball is seeing how it be how how much the game still changes. Like when you think it can't change anymore, you feel me? Like when I was a kid, everybody wanted to be AI, and now we got Harden step backs and yeah. Steph range and mm-hmm. it's Dame time. You feel me? It's different now. Like I'm just excited to see how it keeps going. Then we got like Kaylin Clark. Um, we got her doing Steph yeah. Curry yeah. shit Kaylin in Clark, college basketball. Out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited about the women's basketball, everything. Like, everything getting more exciting right gotta now. Got to get you out of Liberty game. Yeah, I'm pulling hey, up. Hey, you see what they did? I'm pulling up, for sure. Yo, that Aces pack going to be lit this summer, bro. The exactly. Liberty coming through heavy. Shout out to Stewie, Sabrina, shout JJ. Up, shout out to the whole Liberty family. It's going to be fire. Yo. Brody, seriously, thank you so Yo, much, man. Seriously, hey, look, man. We on ball players. Before I get out of here, I want to say, rest in peace, Terrence Clark. Rest in peace, T. Clark. Bro was always supporting the music. He always made it known. I was his favorite artist. You feel me? So when you ask me like how it feel when the young players be bumping, mm-hmm. bro is a big reason. A lot of the, that class was bumping Chris because he was going so hard. You feel me? I remember. So long, long live, my live bro, T. Clark. For Word. sure, ball players. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Greatly appreciate y'all, man. Of course, make sure y'all tap in with Jay. Check out the new album. We'll have everything below in the description. Ballplayer, seriously, love is love. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, man. Make sure you tap in with the fam at 1.37 p.m. Keep your curiosity fulfilled for everything sports, Web3, car collectibles, fashion, music, and beyond. This is Arden signing off, man. Holla at y'all later. Sign it. <laughs>